Good afternoon. Good afternoon, beloved. This is Speak Life Radio. I'll go tell my brother in ministry or your sister in Christ, Rachel, Carlene, Renee, a servant and daughter of the Most High God, Lord, and King. Welcome to Speak Life. Today is, as soon as I start here, come this way. Today is July 26, 2022. Yes, I know. Yeah. Okay, so I'm lifting up my whole household. I'm lifting up your whole household, beloved. I'm lifting you up. I am lifted up too. And I'm lifting the kingdom family worldwide, the beloved of God, the martyr saints, the persecuted saints, those trutting down, those taken by men stealers, those feeling weak, weary, withered, and even worn, and even faint at times. Yeah, Lifting them up. Lifting up their families in the name of Jesus now. <clears throat> and we're lifting up children worldwide. Lifting up those that may be grieving and mourning and in despair. Maybe just having a hard time lifting them up in the name of Jesus. Yes, I am lifting up those that may be going through a rough season. Maybe just having a hard time maybe feeling like they don't have a large support system or whatever the case may be yeah so yeah that's who i'm lifting up today in the name of jesus those saints that don't have they're like nehemiah their spaces their gaps um they're filling in a gap with a gap on both sides in the name of jesus yes so, Father, I come to you, Lord God. I thank you. Father, I pray that you are approved of what we're doing and that we're studying and showing ourselves, Lord, approved unto you, a workman that need not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So, Lord, rightly divide this word in my heart so it flows out your living water with your wisdom and your virtue and your understanding in the knowledge of you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you in advance that you speak to me, through me, and for me. And I lean not to my own understanding. But I acknowledge you and I know you're directing my path. In the name of Jesus, I pray that you squeeze every bit of flesh out of all of us in the, a carnal mind. Because the carnal mind is enmity. So I pray that, that it is cute from the root. In the name of Jesus, Lord. And I thank you for it. And I ask that you bind up everything that is a disturbance, that is a distraction, and that is contrary to your going forth of what thus says the Lord. I pray we have the ear to hear in the spirit what you're saying, what the spirit is saying to the churches in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. In your name, I pray. Amen. So good afternoon, beloved. So what I came to talk about is great and precious promises. I came on this page, and it's like Mary Magdalene, not Mary Magdalene, Martha and Mary. So I don't know what's going on here. I just uh, studied them. No, we're going into, at least I intend on going into Second Peter. We're in Second Peter house today. Yes and wherever else we're led to go. 
Okay, so Second Peter. Okay, so 2 Peter 1, verse 1, Simon Peter, a servant, and an apostle of Jesus Christ. To them, this is who this word is, to them that have obtained, to them that have obtained, okay, to them that have obtained. Get, acquire, or secure something to be prevalent, customary, established, prevail, apply, exist, come by, secure, acquire, possess. Okay? So, it says that obtain like precious faith. He calls it, he calls faith precious. He calls faith precious. Like precious faith. Like precious faith. So, okay. That's one of the gifts. Like precious faith. Like precious faith. Okay. All right. So, it says, with us, okay, through the righteousness of God, through the righteousness of God. So, the word of God is the righteousness of God. Where was I today? Um, I was in prayer. And I was reading, and it's actually a, a convicting word, but it says here, obtain like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God in our Savior, Jesus Christ. Okay, I'm going to... Go a little bit further. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God. This is the whole thing. Is the knowledge of God. Okay? The knowing of God, because those that come to God must believe he is. So we should be trying to obtain, acquire the knowledge of God. Okay? Now, with our flesh, there can be a war because the spirit wars against the flesh and the flesh against the spirit. But in the knowledge of God, it's like the more we, we grow in the knowledge of God, the more strength we have, the more light we have, the more boldness we have, the more courage we have, the more assurance we have. There is so many precious gifts come through. Virtue comes through it, which is also wisdom and understanding and belief and trust and faith. There still may be areas where we're weakened, but we're being sustained and we're growing, abounding 
we are bounding, okay? So forever growing. And so it's through the knowledge. Um, it's through the knowledge. So how we come seeking is how we're going to get. Because if you seek, you shall find. If you seek, you should find. So, are we seeking? Because it's a promise. If we seek, we shall find. Yeah. Okay. I am looking up something. Here, I believe that is uh, always abounding in the work of the Lord. It's uh, abound in every good work. So it's it's the work of the Lord. It is not worldly. It is spiritual. So it says here, um, grace and peace be multiplied. That's added to our accounts, our spiritual bank accounts, unto you through the knowledge. So grace and peace will be multiplied through the more we know, the knowledge of God and the knowledge of Jesus our Lord and the knowledge of the word of God because they're one, okay? So it says according to or based on, no, it, said, it don't say according to, it says according to, as his, the Lord's divine power, have given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. These are also gifts that God gives us. Through, again, through the knowledge of him that have called us to glory and virtue. It's all about the knowledge. It's all about the knowledge. So if the uh, more we know and want to know, the more God gives the knowledge of God. I mean, it's an asset. It's, it's more valuable. The knowledge of God is more valuable than most stuff. I mean, for the Lord gives wisdom out of his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. Proverbs 2. So out of his mouth, even his mouthpieces that he have selected, okay, and elected, and chosen, and called. So, again, oh, got it. A lot of stuff going on here. Um, According as his divine power has given us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him, of the Lord, that have called us to glory and virtue. He has called us to him because he is glory and he is virtue. God is wisdom. The word of God is the wisdom of God. 
Um, Jesus said, if you believe in God, believe also in me. There's a lot of stuff. Okay, wait, hold on. There's a lot of stuff going on here. Okay. Okay. So, it's through the knowledge of God uh, that have called us to glory and virtue. We only get glory through God, and we only get virtue. The word of God, Jesus is our glory. Jesus is our virtue. So you know how when you're, um, when you spend time with the Lord and his glory shines upon us, his glory rests upon us and in us. Because what is going on in the inside is reflecting on the outside. So even when we have knowledge of God, it is once it once he is stirred up he's gonna flow if the lord is rooted in our hearts whatsoever is in a man's heart so is he and this is what he speak so when he is rooted in our hearts he's gonna flow that's that living water he's gonna flow he's gonna flow and one thing i was thinking about this next verse right before i came on here it's going to be evident. So it says here, whereby, okay, according as his divine power have given unto us all things, lacking nothing, lacking nothing, all things, Lord Jesus, all things, according as his divine power is by God's power, is by his divine power, supernatural and divine power. It's it's his divine power, divine power. He has done it through his power, through his divine power, have given, through his divine power, he has given unto us all. Because God, God is not half. He don't do half. He don't do makeshift. Okay, just plop that up, put that stone under there, and it'll lean a little bit, then we tap that stick in. No, it's complete. Okay? Um, all things that pertain, that is uh, based on, that is towards this, that is, it's, it's regarding this, whatever this is. Pretain that's related to, that's appropriate, like they're saying, that's applicable. Okay. Be an effect or existence in a specific place or a specified time or a specific thing. Because to everything. And so he has given us all things that pertain to the things, okay, um, unto life. All things, whatever is required of our life, his divine power. When you really think about that, because God could have said his power, but he said divine. He said his divine power. He could have just said power, but he didn't. He was specific. He said his divine power prognosticate divinity 
his divine power. According to his divine power. That's a lot of power. That is powerful power. Because it's divine. It's nothing. It's like, it's almost like no beginning and no end. It's divine. It's beyond what we can even imagine or understand. It's divine. Okay, so divine means the power of God. Yeah. That proceeds from him. I mean, that's that his dignity, his deity and his Godhead. You know, we talked about deity. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's distinguished from. Okay. It says, the apostle is declaring how much God may be known from the revelation of himself, which he has made in creation. Hmm. Wow, it's just, it's just amazing. It's coming from the Godhead. It's expressed. It is essential. It is unmeasurable divine, supernatural, God, divine, it is God. And divine, supernatural, and his power. They're both, they're all together, supernatural. I'm just trying to wrap this. I'm, I'm talking out loud, but I'm trying to wrap this. So it says here in my own little finite mind, I'm trying to, it says, have given unto us according as his divine power. So, okay, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit should come upon us. His Holy Spirit is power, but there's also power in the word. So when we intake the word and, and the word sends us the Holy Spirit, okay, so they become as one. And so the word is so powerful when we have faith in what God is saying. And if we can understand that power is divine, he gives us so much power to tap through heavens because it's not, it don't say heaven, it says the heavens. So he's given us power to tap into heaven, to even call heaven for him to respond and come down to earth. That's that's the power that he's given us. And one one scripture really goes into that power. It is it's several scriptures, but one that comes to mind to me, it says this this is what God has given us in Psalm 18, I will love you. I will love the Lord, O oh Lord, my strength, a power, my strength. The Lord is my rock. This is like when we declare, we, we get what God has for us through our declaration and our faith and our trust and our belief. But when we declare a thing, let it be. Let it be that your divine power is in, inside of me and operating and working and and. and with fire the lord is my rock the lord is my strength the lord 
is my power. The Lord is my Lord. The Lord is my Father. The Lord is my Maker is thy husband. The Lord is my protection. The Lord is my shield. We have all these pressures because they're all promises of God. The Lord is my healer. The Lord is my way. The Lord is my light. The Lord is my God. The Lord is my Savior. The Lord is my Redeemer. We have all this, all this wrapped up in, in just a declaration in the knowledge of knowing this and speaking with understanding of who God is. This is because guess what? He's divine. So there's nothing that God is not except for a lie, a failure, the devil, he's not. Um, but he is my redeemer. He is my fortress. He is my bridge over troubled water. He is my living water. He is my bread of life. I mean, yeah, he's my knowledge. He's my strength. He's my wisdom. He's my understanding. Yes, he is my cloak or my remnant. He is my life. He is my father, my Abba father, my Adonai. He is the order of my steps in the name of Jesus. He is my eternal life. He is my life everlasting. He's from everlasting to everlasting. He is my eternal God. He is the doctor that I need. He is my lawyer that I need. He is, he is the resurrection in the name of Jesus. Yes. With power. It says, the Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God. My strength in whom I will trust. My buckler in the horn of my salvation. And my high tower. He's my rare guard. He's my battle axe. He's my exodus. He's my genesis. He's my revelation. He is like, I mean, I'm just saying. I will call upon the Lord because I have that access <laughs> through his divine power. He has given that to me. Who is worthy? He's worthy to be praised. He is my praise. He's my song. He is my dance. He is the only true and living God. There's no other God. Okay. So shall I be saved from my enemies because he is my savior. From everything I need to be saved from, God is that. Hello? He is my shield. He's my helmet. He's my very present help in the time of trouble. He's my sent word in the name of Jesus. Yes. He's my ark. He is the ark. He is my father. He's my truth. He's my righteousness. He's my faithful God. He's my only God. The sorrows of death can pass me. 
and the floods of ungodly men made me afraid. I knew, I know, not I knew, I know David was believing this. I know there was a time when he had to, he had to write this. I think this one is David. Um, yeah. He had to. Because you go through these stages and these seasons where these words are so real and so true, not just rehearsed, not just declared. But as we go on this journey, the Bible is our life because it is written. It's going to come to pass. It's going to be fulfilled. So, the sorrows of death. The sorrows of death. Yeah. Come past me. In the floods of ungodly men. One thing I learned about the flood. It is the enemy. When the enemy comes in. Like a flood. And you get these enemies. And people that deem themselves an enemy towards you for whatever reason. And sometimes they're coming, not even know they're all coming at the same time. It feels literally like a flood of just enemies. And he says ungodly. Because they don't know God. Mm -mm. They don't know God. They don't know God. Because if, if people know God, they recognize God. When they recognize God in the person, they if they have that reverence for God, they won't do what they do. So he says they're ungodly. They're not godly. They're not. Ungodly in the floods of ungodly men made me afraid. You can get to that point. Yeah. The sorrows of hell compass me about. The sneers of death prevented me. In my distress, this is a divine call. And this is the divine power he's given to us in the name of Jesus. In my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried unto my God. I know he was going through this. I know this was truly in him. I know. He, the Lord heard my voice out of the temple and my cry came before him right in his presence my Lord even into his ears supernatural and divine he's given us that ability to reach out to him then the earth shook and tremble because guess what? An answer prayer. 
will shake the earth. When God sends that answer. Okay. And the foundations also of the hills moved and were shaken because he was wrought. That is divine. I mean, even when this, this Psalm 18, that picture depict of God's divinity just answering one of his children's call. We have that same response from God when we are walking in him, in his knowledge, in his divine power. He has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Any his godliness like so he's given it to us so what is our excuse for not having all things in life and godliness what is, what is our excuse i mean because we're just casting it away and saying well you know god don't really mean that and that's not what that really mean even though it's written until we get the revelation um the spiritual revelation you go by the letter okay and he said he has done that, and he's godly, and he's holy, and he's righteous, and he's merciful, okay? So, and he's perfect. So, it says, this is the verse here, verse 4. No, go back to verse 3. All things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him, the Lord, that have called us. He called us to glory, and he called us to, to virtue. So he called us to his word. He called us to his glory, to be in the presence of his glory, his glory resting upon us. This is the call. This is the call. And virtue, he called us to wisdom because he is wisdom. He is the virtuous, Proverbs 31, the word of God, wisdom. She's the virtuous woman. She's Proverbs 31. She is all of Proverbs. Um, and he called us to her. Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises. Goes above, exceeds that, exceeding past that. Exceeding past great. And exceeding past precious. Exceeding past great. And exceeding past precious. Exceeding past that. Ooh. I thought I was on block talk. But I'm not. <laughs> anyway. Exceeding past that. Okay, so it says... Whereby are given unto us exceeding great, exceeding great and precious promises that by these you might, you might be a partaker of his divine nature. Now let's start right there. Of his divine nature, his character, his attributes. They are divine. So it says, whereby we 
are given un, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these you might be a partaker of his divine nature. So his attributes and his character should be in us. His, his divine nature. Divine nature should be in us. It's divine, supernatural. It says, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that we, but that by these you might be a partaker of his divine nature. His nature. Because we're no longer, we're new creatures. At least that's what we're supposed to become, new creatures. So everything that we used to be, we should be opposite of that. We shouldn't still be that. He said all things are made new. Mm -hmm. That's what he said. He said all things. That's what he says. All things become new. Second Corinthians 5 and 17. All things. Because his nature is divine. So what's going on with us? It says here, verse 1, For we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle was dissolved, we have a building of God. A house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. So not only have he given us divine power, divine nature, his divine nature, but an eternal house in the heavens. For in this we groan earnestly desiring to be clothed upon with our house, which is from heaven. It's divine. If so be, that being clothed, we shall not be found naked. For we that are in this tabernacle do groan, being burdened, not for that we would be unclothed, but clothed upon, that mortality might be swallowed up of life. Now he that have worked us for the selfsame thing is God, who also have given unto us the earnest, the down payment of the spirit, of his spirit, of his divine nature. Therefore, we always, therefore, we are always confident in God, knowing that. We should be confident knowing that. Mm -hmm. While we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. For we walk not by faith. No, sorry. Scratch that. Rebuke that. For we, for we walk by faith. Sorry. Not by sight. We are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. In the name of Jesus. 
Okay, I'm gonna skip down. Mm. Uh, for rather we, verse 13, for rather we beside ourselves, it is to God, or rather we be sober, it is your cause. For the love of Christ, the love of Christ, the Lord, the word of God, for the love or because the love of Christ constrains us. The love of the word constrains us. Because we thus judge. The whole word is judgment. That if one died for all, then we were all dead. And continue to be dead if we don't receive him. And that he died for all. That they which live shall not henceforth live unto themselves. We should no longer be living unto ourselves if we have truly received Christ and love him and keep his commandments, which is the heart and mind of God and the perfect will, the will of God. It says, but unto him which died for them and rose again. Okay, and that he died for all, that they which live shall not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him, unto the Lord Jesus, the word of God, Christ, which died for them and rose again. Wherefore, henceforth, know we no man after the flesh. It's the spirit. Yea, though we have known Christ, the Lord, the word of God, after the flesh. Yet now, henceforth, know we him no more. Therefore, if any man, any person, be in Christ, in the Lord, in the word of God, divine nature of God, okay? He is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. So what are some of those things? Good question. Good question. Okay, this is Galatians. I get those two. This is where we should no longer be. This is where we should no longer be. This I say then, and this is where we should be. This I say then, walk in the spirit, Galatians 5, 16, and you should not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh, and these are contrary. They're opposite. They're enemies. They oppose each other. Um, the one to the other. So that you cannot do the things that you would or would like to do. No, when we come into the spirit of God, we don't, it's, it, we don't do the things that we would like to do anymore. It becomes hard. It becomes obsolete. But if you be led of the spirit, you are not under the law. Now, the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred. These are all of the flesh. Variance, emulations, wrath, 
strife, seditations, hearsay, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revilings, and such like, of the which I tell you before, as I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Because those are the old things. Those are all the old man. Now we have to take on the divine nature, the characteristics um, of God. His character traits. His spirit. His holy divine spirit. But the fruit of the spirit is love. And this is how you can tell us to love our neighbors and love our enemies. Joy. We should no longer be opposite of joy, peace. We should no longer be living in confusion and, and all that stuff that breaks the bond of peace between brethren and stuff. Long-suffering, we have to endure each other, which can be trying, very trying. However, it's not impossible if everybody's functioning like how we're supposed to function through his divine nature. Gentleness. Yeah. I'm still working there. But gentleness. Goodness. Faith. Meekness. And temperance. Against such there is no law. And they that are crises are crucified in the flesh. Our flesh should be crucified and crucified daily. And not in our way. Not in something we can always handle. In God's way to really crucify. To crucify the flesh. Crucify it. Kill it. Crucify. Even when we, 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 we see that we're stepping into a fleshly mind, we need to crucify it. Put to death by nailing or binding them to the cross. Crucify. And crucify can crucify someone. Severely and unrelentingly. That's also to crucify. Crucify someone. Severely and unrelentingly. To, to, yeah. Mm -hmm. To attack. To lead. To uh, tear apart. To condemn. These is all. To kill. To martyr. To execute. To denounce. To censor. To arraign. To scorn. To revile, to run down, to slur, to blasphemy, to badmouth. This is also crucifying. But we are crucifying our flesh of those things. Okay? So it says, mm, And they that are Christ's have crucified the flesh with the affections and lust. So all those things are being crucified too. It says, if we live in the spirit, let us also walk or live in the spirit. 
So let us not be desirous of vain, vain glory, provoking one another and envying one another, because those are the things of the old man. But this is the thing here that he tells us as I'm closing out. It says, whereby, it says, verse 3, back to Peter's, first Peter, second Peter's house, according as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge, once we know these things, through the knowledge, wisdom and understanding, and through the knowledge, once we get to know his, even his divine power and the things he's given to us, knowledge of him that have called us to glory, not just ordinary stuff, to glory and virtue, to wisdom. We have to get the wisdom, the virtue for us to, to get even to knowledge, to get understanding and then get to knowledge. It says, because then we know it, whereby are given unto us exceeding beyond great and precious promises that by these, by these promises, you might be partakers of the divine nature. So we even take on his divine nature. Having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust, through the flesh. It says, and besides this, giving all diligence, fight for this, strive for this. This is what we should be really fighting for and fighting against, fighting against our flesh crucified flesh, but diligently fighting for, add to your faith, virtue, and to virtue, knowledge, and to knowledge. Okay, so add to your faith, virtue, wisdom, and to your virtue and your wisdom, knowledge. That's how you get the knowledge, through wisdom and understanding. And once you get the knowledge, temperance, self-control, Self-control, crucifying this flesh, self-control, those lusts and desires and feelings and emotions and stuff, crucified. It says, and once you get the knowledge, temperance, self-control, the last chamber of the fruit of the spirit. And once you get the self-control, have patience, let's endure with one another, long suffer with one another. Ooh, that was a word that just was hard. It says... And once you get the patience, to and to patience, add godliness. All things that pertain to life and godliness, add the godliness, right? And to godliness, brotherly kindness. My God, like, what's going on then? <laughs> His divine nature bring us to brotherly kindness because we're long-suffering. We got to know that we all coming through this thing through the flesh that got to be crucified. So all that other stuff, when we're operating in that, that's the flesh. That's the, that's the carnal mind. That's the enmity against the knowledge of God. Those things that are manifest in the flesh. That is not of God. That is contrary fighting what we know about God and his divine nature and his divine power. In the name of Jesus, it says, and to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, charity, 
which is God, the ultimate love, charity. Not, not charity, not just emotion, but divine nature. That is divine charity. For if these things be in you, if they be in you and abound, they make you, they make you, they make you that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge in which you know about God. The knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, the word of God, the heart and the mind of God. So I pray we get something. So I send the word of God to the people of God, to the ears of God, to the hearts of men. These are the great and precious promises. They are throughout the scripture. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, you have a blessed evening. Peace.